0: All right, everybody, welcome back to the receding money line with Stevie, or with Stevie Moneyline Mac and Pat. Make your money grow, and I. Have some Did you great forget news. that
1: your name was uh, Moneyline Mac after uh, after two tough weeks?
0: <laughs> it does feel that way. I also say money line and then money line again, so that was throwing me off. Um, but I do have some great news. Uh, this weekend, Pat and I have solved global warming because we were so. Cold. Um, we have reversed it. The ice caps are back to freezing. Um, so you can thank our college football betting. Um, so you know, no, no, no worries there. I will give us credit though. We flush those bad vibes down the toilet to recover on Sunday. Uh, even the Giants won, which I did not expect. And Pat, I have one simple question for you: How great is it that the NFL is back?
1: Yeah, it, it's it's so great. Um, the NFL. Uh, co- college is good, obviously. Uh, betting in college is like the absolute wild west. Uh, but betting on the NFL is is really you know where we're gonna where we're gonna make it rain. Uh, speaking of rain, um, my sleeper pick for the weekend is rain. Uh, on Sunday here in New York City, it rained literally all day, uh, from day. eleven a.m. until seven eight p.m. Uh, which made it. Really, really appropriate uh, to sit in a dark bar for the entire day. Um, And if you remember last week or the week before when we were talking about how uh, we we used uh, walking into a dark bar as a metaphor for NFL lines versus college lines, like you look at NFL lines and you're like, whoa, I got to adjust my eyes completely. Well, I literally walked out of a dark bar uh, on Sunday at about 5 p.m., couldn't see for several minutes forgot it was still daytime and there were thankfully uh several more games to to bet on um i had the atrocious ending of the steelers bengal's game burned into my eyes but we uh you know we we did pretty well in the afternoon slate and uh and the night game too so it, it's it is awesome to have the nfl back
0: absolutely that door was super dark
1: like way the, the bar, way too way too it dark it was very dark and we could only see two, we could only see two TVs from where we we're from where we were sitting. So we each had uh, Red Zone fired up on our phones. That was a very anti-social, uh, but but uh, you know scrappy way to watch NFL football.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Me and Power were sitting across from each other at a booth with literally our Red Zone like phones balanced on each other, watching it on the, the My Spectrum app. So it was, and we were just staring at that. Uh, because the only game Pat could watch was the Jets game, and the only game I could watch was the Lions Eagles game. So I also had the
1: Lions Eagles. I also oh, had yeah. Lions Eagles. Yeah. yeah,
0: I guess to, I guess Direct TV's um, Sunday ticket like went down like uh, last weekend, so that's the reason that bar couldn't really show all those other games.
1: Uh, maybe, maybe. or maybe <laughs> maybe they're just too cheap to hook up the last three TVs in the in the back of the bar.
0: <laughs> Fair but, enough.
1: I do love, uh, you know, I don't, uh, our listeners live, I'm sure, all over the country and all over the world, Um, but on the first weekend of NFL Sunday, anywhere you're walking around, whether you, uh, you know, you live in Ohio or you live in California or in Texas or here in New York, it is basically like being in an NFL Sunday ticket commercial. When you're walking down the street, everybody is wearing their jersey. Everyone is giving side eye to to uh, rival fans. The atmosphere is electric, uh, and then it it very quickly drops off. Um, but but bars will still be full. But the uh, the pageantry of the first Sunday on, on the street it, it doesn't. You can't quite match opening weekend.
0: Absolutely, and luckily enough, the rain actually helped me out because all of my Giants gear is cold weather gear uh, so if it was 90 degrees out i really didn't have an option uh so the rain allowed me to throw on my yes my new uh sideline gear uh wicking dr- dry fit long sleeve giants gear so i was i was uh looking the part part of the commercial um yeah. and pat was rocking his cam yeah. newton pat- patriots jersey yeah. yeah
1: i mean i have my braided jersey but at this point you know I feel like I feel like I need to move on a little bit uh, from Brady and the Brady jersey. Just while he's playing, and then once he retires, then it then it will be cool again because it'll be you know at that point like you know not not vintage, but it'll be cool again. Um, but now it just looks kind of pathetic wearing wearing a Brady a patch Brady jersey while he's tearing it up with the Bucks, which we will get to uh, before we before we get into it. I want to uh quickly give a shout out to a few of the teams in the pickem league that we're in so we're in a pickem league there's 52 teams in the league pick every game against the spread super easy you can do it and you can do it in 2 minutes i want to give a shout out to the lizards which is one of the teams they managed out of 16, <laughs> 16 games they managed to pick 3 correctly <laughs> the lizards they got Uh one game they missed the Thursday game. They got one game from the one o'clock games, one game from the four o'clock games, and then they got the Monday night game. (laughs) So that was that was their entire slate. Uh some other good teams are uh Joe Mama in all caps, alpha wolves, and Joel. (laughs) <laughs> those are those are uh joe mama uh had 12 of 16 correct but the the winner i think had 14 so which is which is crazy um so lot lots going on the first week uh we'll keep an eye on the lizards to see to see how they do for the rest
0: of the year. that's, that's a good good thing i gotta i have to put out another shout out to the las vegas aces that they are fucking electric um, Asia, remind us Wilson. who that is. <laughs> oh, forgot for not you WNBA fans. Um, it's WNBA finals right now. Uh, the Las Vegas aces, they are led by Asia Wilson, Kelsey plum and Chelsea gray. And they're playing the best defense. The Connecticut Suns, who like to muck it up. Uh, there were four and a half point favorites and they won by 20 points. They shot 55% against the best defense. Yeah. Who likes to play with the bad boy Pistons. Um, also I learned that, the fans get a free pizza if one of the players on the opposing team misses two free throws in the Vegas stadium, which is, which is always great. And that happened last night. I watched them. I watched that happen. Yeah. And they were so excited. The crowd went wild and the kids. I, okay. It's funny you say
1: that because you had texted me before the game and just said aces minus four and a half. And I responded with a question mark. I had no, <laughs> I, I thought you were talking about the live golf team. And I'm like, I will, I'm not going to watch live golf. Uh, and it's a Tuesday night, so this doesn't make any sense. And you're like, no. And there's no WNBA. point
0: spreads in live golf.
1: Yeah. And it
0: was 9.02
1: p.m. And I'm like, the, obviously, this game has already started, so why are you just rubbing this in my face? And you're like, no, it starts in 15 minutes. <laughs> so I bet the Aces minus 4.5, and, and then I was watching the game, had it on in the background, and I watched them miss a free throw, and the crowd was going absolutely bonkers. And I had, I had no clue why. <laughs> So I'm glad you uh, shed some light on that for me.
0: Yeah. The other fun thing I saw was that uh, Becky Hammond, who's the coach of the Las Vegas Aces, um, who is known for being an assistant coach for the Spurs, yep. she wears her her signature look is a hoodie, like a gray hoodie sweatshirt yeah. with a blazer over top. And she makes all of her assistant coaches wear the same thing. It is the most ridiculous look I've I've ever seen um and i it's it's such a power move though because it's such a bad outfit that like i almost embrace it it's like if bill belichick not only wore those stupid like you know cut off sleeves but he made every single one of his other coaches do the same thing you know you know
1: what i just think of uh you know pj fleck the minnesota gophers (laughs) head coach he always wears like the the sweater with the tie the close the close crop tie yeah just imagine like uh, a coaching staff of like choir boys like all wearing all wearing the sweater and the and the tie <laughs>
0: most unintimidating group of football coaches ever I I was trying to find like a I, that's that's probably the best one but I was thinking of like other funny like coaches that all had to wear the same thing and I mean Belichick would be weird that <laughs> would be weird but I kept thinking of remember Sean Miller he's that he was the Arizona basketball coach who had like he would just sweat through his white shirts. So he would just make all of his team his uh coaches, yeah. We're all sweating. Like you have to be pre sweat <laughs> But um, yeah. I think I think the winner is PJ Fleck, because that would look For, absolutely uh, ridiculous. Terry, Terry,
1: Terry Francona when he was coaching, but he was the manager the manager of the Red Sox, and he would wear those stupid, like uh small oval sunglasses. <laughs> you make all your coaches wear stupid sunglasses okay moving on um aces what a what a what a pick okay. uh that that was a good way to like bring me bring me back a little bit so all right, let's start with uh college. How did you do in college any any bets that uh stuck out that either good or bad
0: absolutely terrible alabama's frauds uh texas is back uh even though they lost their quarterback who looks like his look is what Australian football players strive for um, yes. He was, he was looking good, but he got hurt. They still almost won that game. And it was only because of the refs that Alabama even won it. I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm not going to bet at Alabama the rest of the year. I, I'm over it. Um, Iowa and Kirk Ferentz, their coach, should be arrested for how they play football. I Not only did I lose that bet, but I spent my entire 4 o'clock slot, which had a lot of good games, just staring at a 12-play, <laughs> a 12-minute, 12, 12 25 play drive for like the only touchdown in the game the rest of the game was just runs and punts and then at halftime they said oh they better do something now because the rain's coming in and they're not going to throw the ball <laughs> at all in the second half and oh uh, it was, well, what it was, was the was over under was like 40 42 or it something. was 40 and 40. they they scored 17 points uh collectively yeah. so oh, that was that was good
1: i have no sympathy for you
0: yeah notre dame notre dame's coach has not won a game yet he is he lost last year's bowl game, and he's lost yeah. two games in a row. So watch out for that. Um, and then I really hope that Florida's Anthony Richardson enjoyed winning the, the Week One Heisman um, because it's not a real trophy, and he got absolutely exposed by Kentucky this weekend. It was, um, but overall, a absolute bloodbath of betting out there.
1: Yeah, it was really tough. Uh, I. Had pit. I took the live pit money line kind of right after the game started, and I had I got him like plus 185, which felt really good. Um, and then they scored a touch, it went up 10 nothing, quickly became like minus 225. And I'm just like, I am a, a literal genius. Uh, I also had the spread of which I forget what it was, but it doesn't matter. I lost both. Uh, I think it was like. Four, three or four points against Tennessee, uh, tied it up on the last drive, went to overtime, and then Pitt loses in overtime, lose the money line, lose, lose the spread. That that was a tough one. Um, Alabama, you touched on it, but it's just kind of a wake-up call that this year it's going to take until, like, week four for the playoff standings to be locked in, uh, and it's not just going to happen. Uh, in week two. Um, So I think we both had Bama minus 21, which, you know, you go down, it's like, it's like 10, 10 in the first quarter or whatever it was. And you're still thinking there's hope, right? You're still thinking like, oh, Saban's going to figure this out. And they're just going to like go rip off four touchdowns in a row. And like my, my, you know, minus 21 is, is easy. then you go look at the live lines and it's like, you know, minus three. And then you very quickly realize that you have no idea what you're you're talking about. Um, So not fun to lose that bet, which I did. Uh, Definitely fun to watch Saban kind of twist and turn on the sidelines Uh, while I live bet myself into a pretzel.
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I went one and two in my college picks from last week
0: yeah well you i mean the graphic is i'll I'll fix the graphic because i'll give you the benefit of the doubt that you when you and i'll check the my action because you said you bet on houston when they were plus four not plus three and the game obviously they lost by three points so i'll give you the benefit of the doubt well Um, i will say
1: you know i'll say they were they were plus three when i made the pick on the on the pod last week so i 0-3 Zero oh, three for the official record, but one and two where it really counts. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your, your wallet. I had UNC minus seven and a half. They won by seven. Uh, I had Army under. They scored like twenty points in the twenty-one points in the first half. Uh, they, they just they just forgot who they were,
0: which is a very boring team. Um, you need to stop top. betting on UNC. You can't even find those games.
1: Well, we'll get to it again this week. This week, there's just a bunch of random games. There's no good games this week. That's
0: not BYU.
1: True. BYU, BYU Oregon's the best game. Then uh, the USC game. Well, I got both of those games,
0: but there's a, there's tons of good games. We'll get we'll get into it. So let's start with that one. BYU Oregon. BYU is somehow an underdog plus three and a half. I know that they beat Baylor last week, which killed me. Um, and but I think I mean it's very weird because BYU is going around the country. I think they. They're missing out. Uh, I know they love their missions as Mormons. And, you know, COVID rules maybe have been holding them back. They've not been able to go. So they've been going to South Florida, down to Texas. Now they're going up to Oregon. They're going around the country. They play Arkansas in a couple weeks. So I I think they're they're, going to, you know, cover the spread at least. I think they're going to win the game. Did you watch that game the other night? Uh, No, it was too late. No. So not
1: only did I not expect to be watching that game, at 10 30. What I really didn't expect was to be silently screaming at my TV for Baylor to score a touchdown in overtime at 2 15 in the morning. <laughs> I, I really, really did not expect that. Um, I had the over in that game, which was 50, 55 points or 50, 54 points, looked dead. And then they get to overtime, and you're like, we can win this in overtime. We can hit this over in overtime. Yeah. Uh, what happened in overtime? We don't need to talk about it. We don't need to talk about it. Miss field goal. Miss field goal. Baylor touchdown. Uh, or sorry, BYU touchdown. Baylor penalty holding. Another holding. Fourth goal from like the thirty-yard line. Uh, not good. Um, but what's your pick? So you have BYU plus three and a half. I'm, I do too. Yeah, I do too. Look, that BYU crowd. It was fully packed stadium in Utah.
0: Were they mean or were they? No, it was terrible.
1: It was terrible. (laughs) It was the most depressing looking crowd stadium I've ever seen in my entire life. If I, if I was playing that game as a BYU player, I would be like, I would never need a beer more than after listening to that dead sober crowd for four hours. I mean, on the broadcast, they would like be playing plays and you in the back of your head you're like oh it must be empty there because it's really really quiet like on the broadcast and then show the stands and it's completely full that's that's wild so i do think they're going to play well in oregon they're going to thrive off of a lively crowd yeah uh they're doing their mission up in oregon um and yeah i've got i've i've also got byu plus three and a half.
0: nice nice the other big game of the week is miami texas a&m so miami is a is uh or texas a&m is a five and a half point favorite, despite the fact that they just lost to Appalachian state. Yeah. Uh, do you think they're going to bounce back this week, Pat? AM and versus Miami. What was it?
1: Five and a half. Yeah. No. And you know why? I'll tell you why. Because I watched uh, the videos. Do you know what the Texas A&M, the yell, yell
0: practices? Yes.
1: You've seen those videos. Yeah. They're very cringe. They are. They're so cringe that I think it's, and they were making jokes about Appalachian State last week and how, like, they – I hope they have a map because they can't even read the names on the front of their jersey, blah, blah, blah. And then they just come in and, like, absolutely stomp them. Let me tell you, I had Texas A&M minus 18 in that game. Really tough to win a minus 18 game, minus 18-point game, when neither team scores 18 points. That's true. So I, I will not be – uh I will not be picking Texas a&M again. Um, Miami plus five sounds sounds pretty good to me.
0: I'm I'm on it as well. Um, my favorite joke that the Yale leaders said was Appalachia. That's not even a state. And <laughs> I was that, like, no shit, guys. <laughs> you got us. You got us.
1: <laughs> like that's your joke.
0: That's your joke. You just how about you win a game when you're an 18 and a half point favorite? That's that's the at joke. home. Yeah,
1: at home. Jeez. Oh, one more Bama one more Bama note that I that I read. I don't, I don't remember where I read this, but it was going around the internet. That was Alabama's first uh non-conference away game that wasn't at a neutral site since 2011. So oh, really? a true a true non-conference away game. First one since 2011. And you heard you heard uh, the Longhorn Stadium; it was so freaking loud, and I think Alabama had fourteen penalties by like the third quarter, and yeah. for over a hundred yards. Don't don't sleep on the fact that uh, Saban's been, you know, just keeping keeping Bama out of out of uh, hostile away environment.
0: So, that's, a, that's an astute point, there, Pat.
1: Yes, I agree. Yeah.
0: And I'm I sure agree. in in in, uh, in Austin they drank enough beers for BYU in their stadium. So
1: oh, oh, big time, big time, big time, a Lone Star. Yeah. Well, overall, uh, look, I-, I spent about an hour and a half looking at the College Board today. All right. um,
0: Who's your favorite? Favorite then?
1: I'm seeing it. I'm seeing the board about as well as. Uh, I also went to the DMV this week, and I'm seeing the board as bad as well as like. The, the bottom row of letters on the vision test that I had to take at the DMV. And I'm like standing there at the board, like squinting like as hard as I can to, to see these bottom row of letters, just praying that the woman behind the desk doesn't, doesn't notice that I that I clearly would not be able to see a road sign from like, from like 50 feet away. That is how I'm seeing the college board. That's how I'm seeing the college board this week. Um, okay, so my favorite... Oklahoma minus eleven Ooh. versus you know who, Nebraska. Nebraska. I mean, like, come on, Nebraska. Nebraska just paid Scott Frost. What was it? Uh, three million dollars. No, 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 no. To leave town. It was more than that. It was going down to three million. I think it was seven and a half million, and it would have gone down to three million in two weeks. But they couldn't even wait two weeks. They paid him the full seven. So they just spent all the money that they were going to spend on the new hot tub and the new workout room at Nebraska, and they gave it to Scott Frost to fuck off, basically. So some might think that like, Nebraska is going to be playing for who knows what, but 11 points against Oklahoma. Uh, I'm taking Oklahoma minus 11. I also think under 66 and a half, this is – uh is
0: this is this your under or is this a bonus i game? haven't
1: decided yet i actually don't have an under yet so hopefully hopefully i hopefully i pick one soon but that that's the that's one under that really stuck out to me i just didn't necessarily want to go and the same a half, you said? yeah that's a
0: lot of points right yeah so, so i'm so i have a related ahead. favorite right so okay. uh the guy who actually got scott frost hired the man who who won the game on the other side of the field was clay helton the ex sc coach that was fired um so i'm actually going with my favorite at us of usc over fresno state um maybe i'm just picturing reggie bush's I like that highlights as he just cut the field into pieces um and i guess they're just replaying in my head because i think that usc always has fresno state's number it's 12 and a half uh so two touchdowns good. i 100 usc looks like the real deal um, they, they always have a hard time with Stanford and they beat them easily. Uh, so I, I think this is the only favorite I'm betting because I, the rest of the board I see just only upsets. And this is the only one that I, I truly believe in. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that. Uh, I have another favorite.
1: Um, <laughs> It's not the favorite. The favorite is Oklahoma minus 11, yeah. but another favorite Penn state minus three versus Auburn. Uh TJ Finley is just not good. Like he's he's actually not good. Uh Sean Clifford's been on an absolute here for Penn State. Um, I just kind of feel like Auburn's in their like two year hiber- hibernation period uh where they just generally you know, lose to any any decent team. Um so I, I like Penn State minus three. And you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it. From this, from that same game, my under 66 and a half, Oklahoma and Nebraska.
0: All right. All right. We got a double game. Ooh, I, I didn't even know we yeah. were going to do that. Uh, you know what?
1: Maybe even parlay him. Maybe even parlay him. <laughs>
0: yeah. Same game parlay. I So I have a very interesting strategy in Auburn-Penn State. I am calling my shot. Um, this is my over of the week. I think it's going to go over 42 points or something, 47 and a half,
1: 47 and a half.
0: I am calling this. I think this game is going to be 28 to 27. Penn State beat Auburn by one point. So what I'm doing is I'm going to hit Auburn for plus three. I'm going to hit the money line on Penn State, and I'm going to slide right into that spot. In between 23 in between three points. Oh my god. To to double it up. I think all right. I think I'm going for it. Um and and that's gonna be my over of the week. All right. I love it. I love it. But generally, like the college
1: board is just is just there's not that many good games this week.
0: Last week messed me all up. I, I was so confident and then now I'm I'm just really confused. Who's your underdog? You said did you say it or you had it? BYU. BYU. BYU is your underdog. My underdog is I'm also going to the Pacific Northwest. Um is going to be Michigan State plus three and a half versus Washington. So they are also going up there uh to play. And I don't believe in Pacific Northwest football. Um I never have. I th- I think that they're gonna uh they're gonna have a tough time with the Spartans who uh did pretty well last year. I just I can't believe that the number like 11 team in the country is an underdog to a Pac-12 team. I just can't believe that. I feel like the same way I felt when Florida was a uh was a, a not a favorite against uh Utah. So, I'm taking it as as my underdog.
1: You're getting sucked into the uh the early season rankings. Wasn't Texas A&M like a 6 last weekend and now they're like 24 or something.
0: Uh, yes, I may be getting sucked into that, but don't. But that's because they're right. I think those yeah, you need to yes. have some data points. Yes, just bet by the
1: rankings. I like that. Yeah. I like that. No one's ever lost money doing that. Are <laughs> right, you want to get um, into the NFL? Uh, yes. NFL was better than college. <laughs> yeah. We got this. How'd you do in your pick this Um,
0: week? On even eight and eight, uh, I really got killed by the Eagles. Without, I don't know how they let the Lions backdoor cover that game. It still blows my mind. Um, I didn't believe in Josh Allen, which was a bad idea, but I did believe in Mahomes and I did believe in Carson Wentz. Um, One of those was a good idea. Believing in Carson Wentz, it was a bad idea. I'm not going to bet on another Commanders game all season. He's going to give me a heart attack. And uh, I did win. I did a half or first half uh, Broncos over, or sorry, uh seahawks over broncos and i don't know why i enjoyed russell wilson losing that game so much that was good i think the it must have been the mint green tuxedo that he wore like a like a lunatic um that really set me over the edge but um yeah I, i i just i enjoyed it too much and then a lot of people are asking am i worried about the dolphins going over seven or going over seven and a half wins um i'm not because I predicted that the Dolphins would win the Pats in my seven game win prediction. So yes, uh, people were asking that. Yeah, do do not sound the alarm. I'm I'm good. I was with the uh other ninety percent of America who
1: had the Broncos minus six, which uh was a bad bet. Um, but I at halftime I adjusted and I took a live Seahawks plus two. Uh to to, re- to recoup some of the lo- to recoup some of the losings
0: yeah which one right which one yeah
1: right. all right other other uh, notable uh NFL bets from the week or other notable games Brian Dable and the and the New York football Giants tell me that was awesome that, that- was awesome I- lifelong Pats fan <laughs> you know since the first Super Bowl uh that they won. And I will say that was, that was fun to watch uh, as a New Yorker. Uh, the Giants going for two, getting it. And, you know, they'll, now they'll let everybody down, but at least they won that first game.
0: No, absolutely. And, and it's very nice to have, I mean, they were in the game. They were, and they were aggressive. I mean, we've had so many conservative coaches the, over the years of the Giants that it, it was a breath of fresh air. Um, I still think they need to get rid of, Daniel Jones, he stinks, uh, and they should not sign Saquon Barkley. But they did yep. play well, and it, it really. It, hey, I'm part of the one. We're we, not me. We are part of the one and O club. It's it's good to be finally a part of that for the, for the first time in a long time.
1: <laughs> we yeah, not me, not me. Just just you, you you and the Giants. Me and the Giants. How did your How did your NFL picks do from last week?
0: Um, they did they did pretty well. Uh, so well,
1: Washington there's only Command, three of them.
0: Washington Commanders got the W. Uh, I did not win my underdog, but I did win the under because the Jets can't score, never could score Joe Flacco. That one was in the bag the entire time. Uh, so that was good. And then I, what did I even do for my underdog? It was... Break. Mine went two and
1: mine went oh, one and right. two.
0: The Pats, the Pats killed me. Oh, you. easy. Your team, they yeah, that was that was my one killer. How'd you do? Mega bet. Uh, How'd the mega bet go? I went one and two. The Lions covered backdoor.
1: The Bengals never really had a chance. They were down that I had the Bengals plus or minus six or seven. They they never had a chance to. Oh no! I had a minus seven and then once you get to overtime you're like okay well I can't win this minus seven at all it's possible yeah I mean the only way you do it is if you kick a field goal and then like pick six or something or turn a fumble for a touchdown then you can then you can cover that but otherwise so that that was done and my interception bowl slash mega under of the week lost in the third quarter (laughs) so so that was tough love Uh, to see that we you know it was it was sans falcons i think it was 42 or 44 points we were as you said we were sitting at the bar with red zone up on our phones and every time i freaking looked down at my phone the sans falcons game was on red zone
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's not good for an under that is not, not good for not good
1: not good for an under um but it was fun it was fun um yeah. I kind of broke evenish on on NFL uh you know my my pick them did pretty well I went nine and seven and pick them obviously all my bets were like ended up being opposite of what my pick them t- teams were That's hedging um, it's called hedging yeah I, you know not a lot of coordination there but uh yeah it was pretty good um it's just good just good to have the NFL back the Patriots are terrible the Giants are gonna be terrible um but why don't we get to uh some of our our NFL picks for the week?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm gonna go number one with my favorite. I'm going to Cincinnati minus eight over Dallas. Uh people love to overreact in you know, week two, about week one. So Cincinnati lost, but uh they still played pretty well. They just really had that that first like half jitters and and they really were coming back, you know, they ran out of time to win that game. And that that's really my my thoughts. So I think without Dak minus eight is 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 a good pick. Um, that is a big spread, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take that. Who's the backup? Uh, Cooper, Cooper Rush.
1: Cooper Rush. Yeah,
0: that's fine. I like that bet.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm my my favorite is gonna be the Thursday night game. Oh, Chiefs minus four versus the Chargers. Great, great pick. Just don't overthink it. Great pick. The
0: the Chiefs are good.
1: Don't overthink it. Pat Mahomes. uh, Everyone's talking a lot of shit about Pat Mahomes for reasons I don't understand. They're trying to reset him. Uh, Oh, they lost Tyree Kill. Like, is he really as good? Yes, he's he's as good as as he always has been. Um, Chargers have a lot of weapons. Herbert's playing. You know, seems to be getting better and better. But I love Chiefs minus four. This is not my over, but give me a couple beers and I might be betting over 54 tomorrow night. Oh, I on on that game.
0: Yeah, that could be that I mean it's got it is Thursday night, but it's got the tastings of the of those really 40 to 45 point games. It it does, doesn't it? Yeah no deep, just absolute shootout.
1: Yeah. So we'll we'll see how we feel on that. Yeah,
0: I'm with you on on that. Um And one of the things I heard is that the Chargers have have a really bad first down offense. Um, While the Chiefs last week, they got another first down on their first downs 35% of the time. The Chargers only had it 8% of the time. So I think that's going to be a big difference Mm. in the game. That's some actual stats right there. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Underdog. But yeah, I mean,
1: mean, just last thing. Mahomes and uh, Herbert combined for eight touchdowns throwing. Last week. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I just talked myself into the over already. <laughs> Easy. Easy. All right. Underdog. You're going to like this one. Okay. All right. I've got the New York Jets plus six. Not like this one. Versus the Browns. And okay. here's why. This game is also known as the big trap. Because I think – People are going to pick – I think it's going to be Browns minus six. That's that's. I bet you – I haven't looked. I bet you 75% of the public is going to be on Browns minus six. Here's the thing. Joe Flacco did not play that badly. He did not play that badly. He was like 70% passing. He threw for 307 yards and a touchdown. Look, the Jets' offensive line is literally atrocious, um, but they're going to make uh, a season's worth of progress in the next three days. And give give Flacco a little time to throw, um, and I, I think Jets plus six. It's man, I don't feel good saying it, but I'm picking it as my dog.
0: That was a game. I was like, I I cannot, I do not want to pick this game. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I do not want to pick this game, and I don't even know which I ended up doing. You're going to pick the Browns as six point favorites, really? That's the alternative? I guess so. I mean, the rest of the team's all right. They don't have a quarterback, but I I don't know. I don't know. I I think I picked... Neither side feels good. Neither side feels good on that one. For my underdog, I am going with New Orleans plus two and a half against Tampa Bay. And not only is it because Tom Brady's going to get divorced over this football season, but the New Orleans Saints always play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers well they they typically beat them and especially when tom brady's there so um and I, they look pretty good against the falcons i know that they had to come back but james winston uh you know that that wide receiver that's always injured i forget his name uh they look pretty good so i i i'm feeling i'm feeling good with the godwin is, who's the uh, my, uh the, the ohio state guy oh, what's his name i forget. also
1: um <laughs> I have. You'll, you know, I have the exact opposite. I the you exact believe in opposite. Tom? You believe in Tom? Here's my notes. It's well documented how TB12 can't win in New Orleans. However, so I've got over 44 in this game. This is my over. Michael Thomas got, is the guy. Yeah, yeah, Michael Thomas. I've got over 44 points. This is my over. Bucks Saints over 44 side bet. Bucks minus two and a half. I get it. Tom Brady has never won a New Orleans. He's like 0-5 since, since getting to the Bucs. However, this year, as you pointed out, he is playing to keep his marriage alive. <laughs> That's my spin on this. Is He came out of retirement, uh, his two-month retirement. Giselle moved out of the house for two weeks or whatever happened. And look, if he wins a Super Bowl this year, what's she going to do? What's she gonna do? Break up with him? You just want you you just won the Super Bowl, like you prove that he's got it. So he is playing not only for his legacy, but for his children, for his marriage, and for love in general. So for that reason, I've got not only do I have over forty four in this game, I've got the Bucks minus two and a half uh, because every game is a must win for Tom Brady this year. They got a lot to prove in New Orleans.
0: I, I'm with you. Do you think she says, all right, you could play until you lose? And she and he just runs the table and just goes, yeah, all right. <laughs> never work. loses another never, game. Never loses another game. My over is going to be Miami and Baltimore. Um, I think both these teams, their offenses looked really good. Uh, what is it? How many points? It is. I forgot to write it down. Uh, So it is going to be da, 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 great podcasting, running out of time on the Zoom, 44 and a half. Uh, points which is not that many uh so i think it can be done and lamar jackson tore up the jets the jets with only 15 yards of rushing if you said that before the season you'd be absolutely surprised so i think both of these teams are going to come in score a lot of points and uh give me the w on the over love it love it i've also got giants minus
1: two after saying they would lose i just think that uh you know, some people are going to think this is going to be a letdown game, and it probably will be, but you got to ride the day bowl wave, you know, Yeah. after after that excitement.
0: Absolutely. I also feel strongly about Green Bay minus 10 against the, the Bears. The Bears used all their tricks last week, and that was a great game, and I really enjoyed winning that. Um, but I think it's all over against Aaron Rodgers. And then I actually really love the Minnesota Vikings plus 2.5 against Philadelphia. Um, and I'll tell you this: this is a, this is pretty much a a pick'em game, in my opinion. Justin Jefferson matters.
1: is the fucking
0: man, isn't he? He, yes, he did. But the rumor on the street is that the Packers didn't cover anybody. Um, they they were covering him with like linebackers, and and that's the one of the reasons why he scored a million points. And then, what do you feel about New England minus one against the Steelers? Well, wait. So who are you picking in the Vikings game? I'm picking Minnesota. As two and a half point underdogs against Philadelphia, I like that a lot. And Philadelphia looked good, but so did the Vikings. So I think yes, yeah. it's, it's a good game and just go with the points. New England's going to lose against Pittsburgh. <laughs> you they're are terrible. I they're maybe, terrible.
1: They're, they're they're legitimately a bad football team. They made the playoffs last year. They, who's the best player on the Patriots?
0: Mac Nobody. Jones.
1: It's it's. Which is pathetic, if true. <laughs> like maybe Matthew Judon is like the best player on the team. There's nobody good on the team. They're they're not good. They're not good. I think. I don't remember. I don't know what the over under total games won for the Pats is this year, but I would take. I think they're going to be below 500 this year. Wow. Yeah, and then they'll be below 500. So I, I take. I'm going to take the Steelers. All emotionally, right. even without I TJ play. Watt. Even though that that that's such a bummer for them. It is because he. Did you see stunned. his line for the game too? It was like three tackles for loss, a sack, an interception. <laughs> it's just a, it's just insane. Yeah,
0: he's all over that the place. Sucks. Yeah, I I wonder. He's a guy that would come back like, like what do you need to do like to, to get me back on the field by week eight? Um, was, they're like it's a torn peck, Like you are out all year. As somebody with really
1: big pec muscles, me. Um, <laughs> It the you always see them like grabbing like the thought of your pec like you know like pulling off of your arm is just gruesome. So thoughts and t- teas and peas to TJ Watt for for a quick recovery. Um, God, I fucking love football so much. It was- Injuries, you know, part of the game. But you know what else is part of the game? Dark bars <laughs> and pitches of Bud Light at. 2 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. Absolutely. Nothing better. Absolutely. Nothing better. So, uh, quick other couple shout-outs. Uh, I live bet Alcaraz to win the fourth set in the US Open final. That was my first tennis bet that I won. He was uh, serving uh, to tie it up at 5-5, five, five, and I got a plus odds. So, I just want to make everyone know that I went one for about eight in my tennis bets this year. Um at least you didn't go and... love for eight. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. 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 Okay. <laughs> and with that, we will uh sign off. It was a great first week of the NFL. We're gonna do it 17 more times this year. What are there? 18 games. So we'll do yeah. it 17 more times. Uh college will be we'll be right here with you. Uh we'll be sure to check out the Instagram. Steve has been Absolutely on fire with his memes. Uh, Steve is the meme chef cooking up some meme ragu. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week on the receding money line.